perfect relationship, a perfect family, a perfect career. When we see others who have what we want, our lives seem lacking. But you'll never be content on the inside if you're always looking at what other people have on the outside. Let's talk about how to avoid the comparison trap. In this one-week message, we'll walk through the comparison trap and learn steps to live free from comparison. The three things that comparison does are comparison kills contentment, comparison leaves us prideful, comparison leaves us bitter. Journey with me as we get rid of the comparison trap. out at all of our life church locations those of you at our open network churches and of course all of you across the globe at church online it is great to have you with us today my name is sam roberts i am one of our directional leadership team members here at life church and i've had the honor and the privilege of serving here at life church alongside pastor craig now being on staff for over 20 years and uh, with this being my 20th year Thank you very much. The, the great thing is that I've been able to see, uh, not just from a distance, but up close and personal, how uh, Pastor Craig not just leads, but uh, how he leads his family, his wife, his children. And uh, I've been able to call him not just my pastor, but my friend. And I love being able to be under his leadership and the work that God is doing here at Life Church. Um, now, I have had a conversation recently with several different ones of you across some of our different locations and with several of our staff. And the conversation this last week has all sounded quite the same, really. It goes like this. Oh, so hey, Masterminds this weekend, right? And I said, no, actually it starts next weekend. And you'll want to be here to see it because it's going to be really cool. And they were like, oh, awesome. Well, what's this weekend? And I said, well, this weekend I'm preaching. To which they say, Oh, cool. That's awesome. I love it when you preach. That's great. And then there's a pause. And then this look of pity comes across their face. Like, oh, man, I would really hate to follow hope in the dark. Oh, my word. And then like week three where he went off the stage and everybody's crying and it was amazing. And I'm like, thank you very much. I know quite well how great last week was. It was amazing. Pastor Craig said, Sam, listen. Hey, man, you can preach on whatever you want. I said, anything? He said, whatever you want to preach on. You knock it out. I said, perfect. He goes, well, what are you going to preach on? I said, you know what I'm going to preach on? I'm going to preach on comparison. So if you want to go on and think about how good this week is compared to last week, you go right ahead. But by the end of our time today, you're going to be feeling convicted. Don't say I didn't tell you so. All right? Now, in all seriousness, the series Hope in the Dark was special. It was so amazing, and I mean, I so encourage you, if you're in a time of difficulty, you have a friend in a time of difficulty, man, there is no better thing to hear than God's truth through that series, Hope in the Dark. In fact, Pastor Craig uh, wrote a book called, of the same title, Hope in the Dark, and it has been sold out for weeks now, but actually Amazon is going to have them in stock this week and be shipping, so I would encourage you to grab that thing. I've been listening to it on Audible, and it is fantastic. Fantastic stuff. So, but today we are talking about comparison. 
And I don't know many areas of life that are not touched by comparison. And one of those areas is actually in the world of fishing. Have you ever noticed, like, it's like, oh, I caught one, like, it was like, I mean, you know, something like this. And, uh, there, and my, my boys really got into fishing uh, last year, and they were, at the time, 10 and 12. Uh, now they're 13 and 11, and my 10-year-old was up at the pond there at our house, and he was fishing, and he had been out, and all I was working out in the driveway, hanging out, doing something, and he come running from the pond. Full speed. And you know how little boys do. They can catch a bluegill that's like this, but by the time the story's done, it might as well be a whale, right? And you're like, my goodness, he goes, Daddy, I was standing in the pond, I was trying to catch bass, and I was throwing the baitcaster, and this fish swam by my legs, and it was this big. I'm like, yeah, okay, well, what was it? He goes, ah, I think it was a catfish. I was like, uh-huh. And I'm thinking in my mind, in that tank? No. There ain't no catfish this big in that tank. I'm like, well, what do you think you need to catch it? I need some sausage. I'm like, sausage? Okay. Well, I'm not a huge fisherman, so I, I took the, the bait, no pun intended, and I went and found some butterball turkey sausage, threw it to him. I said, knock your lights out, buddy. All right, man, good luck. Go get him. And uh, so a little bit of time passes. Next thing I know, I hear all this screaming. From up at the pond, is screaming and yelling, water splashing. And I'm thinking, my son is drowning. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So I throw my project aside. I take off running. And I get up there around the corner and I see my 10 year old wrestling this out of the water. <laughs> All right. this big in that pond. Okay, I get it, right? Oh, and that's a silly story about comparison, but the truth of the matter is comparison can be no silly matter at all. It'll permeate actually every aspect of our lives, right? We think about it in regards to our appearance. Sometimes it's like, girls, you're good with your hair until you saw her hair, and you're like, man, look at her hair. It's like amazing. And some of you guys are like, I just wish I had hair. You know what I mean? <laughs> And, guys, you go to the gym, and you're, like, looking on, you're like, dude, his muscles, they ripple. And you're just thinking, oh, my muscles ripple, but differently. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, and I tell you, it's so funny because, like, in our society, there is no greater thing than looking on at how people actually end up taking selfies all the time, right? It's just like, oh, my word. I came across this video this week. It's been floating around on the Internet for a minute. And uh, I think it illustrates perfectly. There's a couple of girls at a baseball game here in the United States that are a little bit obsessed with their selfies. Oh, check it. Did that come out okay? That's the best one of the 300 pictures I've taken wait, myself wait. today. Every girl in the picture is locked into her phone. Oh, Every single one is dialed in. They're all just completely transfixed by the technology. <laughs> oh, hold on. I'd take a selfie with the hot dog. Selfie with the churro, selfie just of a selfie. You know, the beauty of baseball is you can sit next to your neighbor and have a conversation, or you can just completely ignore them. Peralta knocks it into center. David tonight, two for two, a leadoff single here in the fourth. And nobody noticed. <laughs> yeah, nobody noticed, right? You ever felt like that? You're like, what are we doing here? Like, nobody is paying attention to this dinner, to anything. They're on their phones. But we get obsessed, right? 
with comparison. And, and sometimes it's in our appearances. Sometimes it's in our, it's our possessions. You know, you're good with your car until you realize, my car don't drive itself. I need a Tesla. You know, or you're like good with your house up until the point that you see fixer upper. And now you need some shiplap in your life, right? Right, yes. Sometimes it's in our performance. It's in our jobs. We're like, man, they got the deal. I didn't get the deal. Why did they get the promotion? I should have got the promotion. In school, it's like, well, they're doing better on the test than I am. And why are they getting better grades than me? And I don't understand. And it's even in the context of our spiritual walk. We get in there, and then the version Bible app, you'll be up in there, and you'll be like, man, my friend, I do pretty good, but my friends, they like complete eight plans a day. The temptation to compare is as near as your next chat with a friend, trip to the store, or check in on social media. And whether you come out on top or come up lacking, there is simply no win in comparison. It's a trap. Finding contentment is accepting who God wants you to be. Describe who you believe that is. Let us pray. God, thank you for making us the way you did. Thank you for our families, where we live, how we get around, the places we work, and for the city, state, and country we live in. Thank you most of all for giving us Jesus, for your grace extended to us, Thank you for being more than we could ever ask for. You are enough. In Jesus' name, amen. Let us go to what the Bible says about being content with who you are. I am not saying this because I am in need, for I have learned to be content whatever the circumstances. I know what it is to be in need. I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in what I want. I can do all things through him who gives me strength. Philippians 4, 11 through 13, the NIV. The Pharisee stood by himself and prayed, God, I thank you that I am not like other people robbers, evildoers, adulterers, or even like this tax collector. I fast twice a week and give a tenth of all I get. Luke 18, 11 through 12, NIV. A peaceful heart leads to a healthy body. Jealousy is like cancer in the bones. Proverbs 14, 30, NLT. If anyone thinks they are something when they are not, they deceive themselves. Each one should test their own actions. Then they can take pride in themselves alone without comparing themselves to someone else. Galatians 6, 3 through 4, NIV. Comparing ourselves to other people and not being content with who we are, it's a trap. It is a deadly, deadly trap. We can kill our own self-image by trying to live up to the image of someone else. Be content with who God put you here to be. Do the good work God has called you to do and know that it is 100% perfect in God's eyes that you do not have to copy or be like someone else because that work that you are doing unto God is God's perfect work through you. No one is perfect in them in their own right. 
But Jesus is perfect. Jesus makes our good work perfect because he died for our sins. And when we operate in the covenant with God, we can be all God has put us on this earth to be. And we do not need to look on to someone else's aspirations or what they may have in their life and compare it to what God is doing in our life. Because what God has for us is truly for us.
Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen? How do I make money from my podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. I really believe I have something special to share with the world, and Anchor is helping me do that, and I love how easy to use their podcasting tools are. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast, make money doing it, go to Anchor FM Start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's Anchor FM Start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Have you ever felt downcast, sad, alone in the world, maybe even? Well, I would like to tell you here today that God loves you and he's watching over you, your every step, your every move. Don't believe the lies of the world and the images that TV and radio puts out there about how a woman should look or how a man should have a certain amount of income to take care of his family. We all go through trials and tribulations in our lives. But what those trials and tribulations do for us is teach us. They're teachable moments. They build our strength. They help us to be stronger in the times of life that we really, really need to be. Maybe even give us the strength we need to help another person. But don't think because of what society says you should or shouldn't be doing or because of what society says you should or should not have, that you're less of a person or that you are a failed human being because Every single child on this earth birthed into the world was predestined by God with a purpose, with a plan. God has a plan for each and every living being on this earth. You were created in the image of God, perfectly and fearfully and wonderfully made. You are special and unique in your own way different from others around you. You have your own plans, life, and purpose designed by God. Don't compare yourself with other people. Don't look at what someone else is accomplishing or doing because sometimes things are just a facade. These things can be just a facade. Really, they might not even have as much money that they seem to have. Maybe they are living in a really large house and you're in in an apartment. But maybe they're being foreclosed and you have no idea that they're being foreclosed. I say that to say this. Everybody has a story. 
Everybody has a background, a life, something they've endured, something they've battled with, struggled with, or or are going through. Be content with who you are as a person. Be content with the skin that you are in and with the person of God that you are. Love yourself and don't let anybody tell you that you can't win in this life or that you're less than or that because you don't have a PhD or studied at a college or have had the kind of privileges that they have had in their life that you won't make it, that you can't serve God because God qualifies the called. He does not call the qualified. This has been the Podcast Positivity Show with your host, me, Marlena G. Listen to the Podcast Positivity Show on Radio Public. It's free, easy to use, and helps listeners like you find and support shows like mine. When you listen to my show on Radio Public, everyone benefits. How, you ask? Because Radio Public rewards podcasters with the paid listeners rate. And for you, the listener, it's free, easy to use, with no hidden fees, charges, or credit card signups needed. Listen on iOS and Android. Hey podcast people, it's me Marlena G, your host of the Podcast Positivity Show. Grab your child for our youth segment and listen in to help them grow in their walk with God. I look forward to fellowshipping with you and your kiddo on weekends, Saturday that is. What does God say about the last days on earth? A summary of the events of the end times commonly known as the Great Tribulation. Well, season two of the podcast Positivity Show, we will be talking about what the Bible says about the Great Tribulation. So be sure to tune in to season two coming soon.